Hello, welcome to the Filmer Podcast. Today I'll be talking about Last of Us 2. I am the poet, and joining me is Loco Insomnia. So, Loco, do you want to get started off? I know it's a trending topic, and everyone has their views, but being a fan of the game, the first game, and finishing the second one, I thought we'd get our points across and take it from there. So, I believe we should talk about the first game. Came out in 2013, PlayStation 3, Sony exclusive. My first impression was negative in terms of I love Naughty Dog and I loved Uncharted. So I kind of wanted just another Uncharted game. And they're telling us that there's going to be a new game and it has zombies and stuff. And I was never really into zombie games before this. So I still got it because I believed in the company, Naughty Dog. Like I said, I loved Uncharted. That was pretty much the reason I even got a PlayStation 3. But then I started playing it. And during the course of the game, I fell in love with it. What's your experience of the first game? I liked it. I liked it quite a lot. I mean, obviously, I also loved the Uncharted games. Uh, the thing I liked about it was it reminded me of The Walking Dead, uh, which had very similar themes. Um, so the... There's an infection, and you know people are turning. Uh, there's also human relationships and things like that. So it fit really nicely if you're a Walking Dead fan into that whole survival uh, type of storyline. So I liked it. I liked it. I grew. It grew on me slowly because Uncharted was a little bit faster in terms of its pacing, but uh, it grows on you. And uh, I thought it was one of the best games I played actually. Yeah, so I'm not a fan of The Walking Dead. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I never gave it a chance. So for me, especially in a video game, I think this was like the first video game where you see a death right away and a tragic one with Joel's daughter, Sarah, dying in the first, what, 25, 30 minutes of the game. Yeah, Yeah, that's the basic story of the game. I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah, there's a disease or whatever that's going around changing people into zombies uh people are fleeting and basically joel runs across this girl who apparently is immune to it she's the only one that they know that's immune to the zombies and the disease so the whole game is a journey to get to one place to another and it's about a guy who pretty much gets a second chance of having another daughter. I mean, through the journey, they get closer and closer. And I really love the story. I guess that's what really uh, got me addicted in the beginning. The gameplay was tight, too, for the time. But the story was what was driving me playing on, keep on playing until I found uh, went to the ending. Yeah, I mean, that story is very similar to the Walking Dead Telltale Games uh, Part 1, where there's a guy, a guy who takes care of a little girl and... Uh, helps her survive. Uh, so for me, it was a good uh, good transition into this one. So uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And uh, I think it was, was it Game of the Year? Or I can't remember now. It was one of the best games. Probably PSG did win Game of the Year. I can't be for sure, but I'm pretty sure it was. Another great thing was the main characters were great. Like Joel... Also, like, uh, Joel meets Ellie a few years after the daughter's death. It's not right away. Just want to note that. 
Like his character, yeah. I mean, this is a world where no one's really good and no one's really bad. People just are surviving. Well, obviously, Joel is not bad. He doesn't go around killing like innocent girl, like kids and stuff like that, anything like that. And Ellie was an interesting character too. I think they uh, wrote her like character pretty good too. She wasn't just like a annoying little kid. Like she helped Joel out. Like she got down and dirty with the guns when she needed to. So yeah, I liked. I really liked the characters. Uh, even Tommy, like Joel's brother. Every character that they showed, like you were invested in, pretty much. Yeah, so um, I mean, we both finished the first game, and we've been me waiting before you. Years, yeah. So uh, you had to bring that up. Also, that up. Yeah, I also anyway. got him uh, interested in the Uncharted series for years. He was talking down upon it, and he yeah, finally yeah, played yeah. it, and he fell true. in love with it too. Yeah, I was like, this game sucks, man. And then, like a few months later, I was like, hooked. And then uh, all the Uncharted's I finished in under four days, <laughs> playing hours and hours and hours. It was crazy, but yeah, I love I love that series. So uh, yeah, so we love Uncharted, we love Last of Us Two, and then all of a sudden, uh, Last of Us One, and all of a sudden, Last of Us Two comes out on the PlayStation Four. And uh, I should mention that Part One was also remastered for the PlayStation Four. But anyway, the new game comes out, direct sequel. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to start with your thoughts before I even get to the game? You got to talk about the hype. So. Was it like around three, four years ago? One of these game awards, they showed a trailer, and it shows uh, Ellie grown up like a teenager, and Joel older, and they're just sitting around or something like playing with a guitar or whatever it was. But just the fact they were suddenly making a new game, it got everyone hyped. People were going crazy about it. So there was a lot of hype about it as soon as they announced they were making a part two. Because you could really, you could just end it in the first game. I mean, you didn't have to continue, you know. So we never really knew if we would get a sequel. So the hype was real. So for a lot of people, The Last of Us, the first game, is their favorite game of all time. It doesn't reach that level to me, but it is definitely my top 20, maybe. But so a lot of people were hyped about it. Mm-hmm. And the same, you know, Troy Baker as Joel. And can't remember the girl who plays Ellie, Ashley something. But she's great, too. So everyone coming back, uh, Neil Druckmann, who directed the first game, was coming back too. And I don't, I don't remember the writer's name, but the writer, the writer was changed from the first game to the second, and I think that made the whole difference, along with how the world changed from 2013 to 2020. Yeah. And I was just reading the the writer who came in for Last of Us Two is actually the writer of Westworld. Um, so a very experienced Hollywood writer was Westworld. Not a show I Unfortunately, watched. Is there a show you watch? Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is it feminist based? Like how but, people are complaining about this game, or is it just a regular organic show? Not really. I mean, the the lead is female, but it's not a. It's, there's no femi- feminist de- agenda or anything. It's just more like a science fiction show. It's got a lot of different characters. It's pretty good. So I guess uh, pretty good, especially the first. Season. I guess you can blame not blame, but I guess you can account Neil Druckmann responsible for the things we didn't like about this game. Then, if she does not have a history of this kind of stuff, then if yeah. he's a director, I guess everything goes through him anyway. Yeah, the director is ultimately responsible, and. Uh, yeah, he has a few things to answer for. Let's put it that way. But uh, before that, should we get just started with a little bit of the gameplay? So I pre-ordered the game. I got it on day one. 
I couldn't wait. I even uh, took a fake sick day off work because it came out on Friday. Because I knew with these games, I would just <laughs> I would go crazy and just play like eight hours a day, even more. So, uh, <laughs> and if they're listening, I don't give a crap. Rats ass. I'll never listen to it, but yeah, but just in case yes. can do it in the future. <laughs> and right away, I noticed, okay, like, I saw the direction they're going in, and it didn't really bother me too much. I also want to say that I avoided all the other trailers after the teaser one, because I believe trailers uh, ruin the game or ruin a movie. If there's a movie I know I'm looking forward to, at most I'll watch one trailer and I won't watch it again because I don't want to ruin the experience. I think that was the best part of being a kid mm-hmm. uh, where we grew up. We didn't really get trailers. We just saw the movie and that was our first experience. So there was, everything was fresh. So I try to keep that alive by doing that in video games and movies today. I watched the first thing and that's about it. Especially if it's like a series that I love, then I don't even have to watch a trailer. I know I'm going to buy it day one. So it looks it looks good and yeah, uh, shows Ellie. Uh, she she's a lesbian. She likes another girl, and I didn't really care too much about that. That didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. No, no. And so no, I didn't no. care about that. So the reasons I didn't like the game has nothing to do with all the whole how some people are complaining that people didn't like it because uh, feminism and all that stuff. No. The reason I didn't like it, I'll get it to later. But yeah, the gameplay was improved from the first one. The storytelling in the beginning was different because you start playing as a different character right near the beginning. And uh, (laughs) it was a sign of what's to come. But yeah, you start playing as a girl called Abby. (laughs) She's with some like drifters. like She's with some people who are just like hiding out what it looks like at this point. You don't know too much about them, a group of guys and girls. And they're looking for someone or something, but you don't know at this point. So, uh, yeah, the gameplay. So the gameplay in the beginning was fun. So I was enjoying it in the beginning. So before we get to the proper story, what were your initial reactions to playing the game? I was loving it in the beginning. I think the graphics were really improved, the uh, the movement. And the action was really improved for part one. And uh, the, uh, just the whole environment, the look of it was really, really beautiful. So I was like you. I was like, this is really cool. This is going really good. <laughs> and then, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the, uh, the the thing happened. But uh, you want to get into okay, that? So by now, everyone knows. As you said, spoilers. Um, not, so this from now on, we're just going to spoil the whole game story. So. You play as uh, Ellie, then you play like uh, with Abby. It gets to a point where Abby is getting chased down by all these zombies. I can't remember exactly what they call them in the game at this moment. Infected. Infected. The infected. And she gets stuck like in a fence. And you're thinking, okay, like at this point, I'm even thinking, why am I even playing as this character? Like at this point, I'm just like. I want to go back to Ellie already, right? So someone saves her, it's Joel, and Joel and Tommy. And all three of them are trying to escape because they're getting attacked by zombies. And I'm like, okay, 
she might bring something extra to the story. She'll be with Joel and Ellie, and maybe you'll play as three of them or something, right? Like somehow the story will combine. Because again, uh, this a major thing to note that the spoilers of this game was actually leaked a month or two before the release of the game. So someone in the company leaked the story who was unhappy with the company. They leaked it online. So Joel dying, all that stuff was already leaked. But oh, I avoided it. Okay. I, As soon as I heard there were leaks on Twitter, I muted the words Last of Us 2. I muted Neil Druckmann. I unfollowed a lot of uh, gaming YouTube channels. Because even if they don't talk about it, like their supporters do. So I, I just stayed away from it because I didn't want anything to ruin this game for me after I waited so long. But I had a feeling one of them would die. Either Ellie or Joel, because that's just the way these games go, especially in the second one. You know both of them are not going to end up alive. But I was hoping maybe yeah. if they're introducing Abby, maybe she could be like the sacrificial lamb of the game, right? Maybe, you know, if one of the characters is going to die, why not her? But yeah, uh, that's when they take a turn. So they save Abby. Abby, at this point, doesn't know who she's saving. So she brings these two guys with her to where all their group is hanging out. And Tommy, like a dumbass, gives away their real names. So as soon as they heard Joel, you can see their faces turn. Abby shoots Joel on the leg first, I believe, with a shotgun. And shit just changes right there. And she basically beats his ass up and kills him in front of Ellie. I'm not going to go step by step of the story, but yeah, Ellie finds him and... Joel gets brutally murdered, like a suck, with a <laughs> with a golf with a golf club. Golf club. So, applying that he was tortured, yeah. and this bit after the killing. So he was obviously tortured because he wasn't killed right away. And Abby's the one yeah. doing. Abby at this point, I didn't like her anyway. She just looks like a a robot. Okay, right? Like she has no characteristics that you remember. She, there's nothing about her that's actually human. So you don't feel for this character at all already. And then you see her kill the main guy from the first game. Yeah, the guy who played the whole game with (laughs) Joel. Like you hardly played as Ellie, maybe just like for like an hour or two in the first game. So they kill him. And I was like, okay, here we go. I did not expect it to happen that early. So that was like a turn off right away. Like, why did they kill him so fast? You know? And then... uh, Then I was mad. But then what drove me was, okay, now I want to get revenge. So I was still invested in the game. Right. So so I wanted to play just to get to Abby and murder her ass. So start playing the game with Ellie. Ellie's on the vengeance path. And so is Tommy. Tommy's already gone to try to find Joel's killer and get her. Ellie comes later with her girlfriend, Dina. Yeah, and we should mention that they in the in the process they kill a lot of the drifters that are with Abby, so they're actually taking revenge against them as well, not just Abby. Everyone who was there basically. So slowly you start killing uh, them one. Yeah, by one. I didn't get to that part. I'm just saying that Dina and Ellie left together on this path, right? And their basic mission is to kill everyone else involved. And they, okay, yeah, yeah, I think they focus too hard to show that these two girls love each other. Like, it made it unnatural. Like, if they did it organically, I wouldn't care. 
but it looked like they were trying to show like, hey, look at us. We're showing this happening. We're cool with it. You know, like it was not organic. It was not naturally done. It felt superficial that they're just putting this in your face. You know, like it should have just been done in the background. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think it was done a bit too much. Like, uh, it's natural. It's no big deal. But it's, it's instead, it's kind of like... Yeah, but by focusing on too much, you make it unnatural. You know what I mean? That's... But they even... Yeah. Then, like, but yeah. that still didn't bother yeah, me that still didn't bother me that much. But just like, you could have just organically showed the relationship, and I think that would have been better. But that didn't bother me that much. But it was like, okay... This game is pushing agendas on you instead of just letting it be normal. Yeah, unfortunately, that's also happening in Hollywood. You know, just, you know, you want to put it in there, put it in there, but just do it better, man. Like, the storytelling has to be better. Well, still, I was still invested. Uh, I was enjoying the game a lot. Like, it was more open world and your puzzles, and I was still loving it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I still had that anger in me, like, I need to get revenge. So I was driven, too. And then what happens? So yeah, we're not going to go through every step by step. Like <laughs> Ali slowly finds people and kills them and all that stuff. We're not going to go through the whole story. But then, yeah, yeah. then they did what you <laughs> never thought oh. they would do. You finish. You, yes. So Ellie kills one of the main guys, and you're like, okay. And she runs into Abby. Abby has a gun on Tommy, and you think, oh, okay. I thought this game was going to be longer, but that's fine. I thought it was going to end right there, but nope. Suddenly, you're playing as young Abby. Oh, this is when I, yeah. so now that you killed your main character from the part one, you have to play as her. So then, I lost my shit. Uh, <laughs> That's what I stopped caring. When you told me that, I stopped caring about the game. <laughs> I was like, forget this story. What man. I did was uninstall the game right away, pack it away. I had to have a moment to myself. <laughs> I just couldn't believe what they were doing, and I didn't want any part of it. I uninstalled that shit. Two days later, I finally decided to give it another chance. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, in those two days, I just right. I just watched the gameplay of this to see what would happen. Because I was, I was too, I'm like, I'm never going to play this again, but I need to know what happens. So I watched a gameplay with no commentary. I just went to the end, basically. I just wanted to, like, okay. Because now, now I'm doubting, like, what's, what's going to happen in the end? Like, is Abby going to kill Ellie, too? Like, I, I need to know. Like, I, I was getting frustrated. I saw the ending. I won't say the ending right now. And in my opinion, one of the worst endings of all time, not only in games, but in a popular movie. Like, one of the worst decisions I agree. Of all time. That guy made me more angry. Yeah. So in those two days, I calmed down. I'm like, okay, this has a crappy ending. In the end of the day, I don't take these things too seriously. It's just a game in the end. So I'm like, okay, I paid full price. I like the actual gameplay. Let me just play it myself. Now I know what's going to happen in the end. I I was more chilled. So you play as Abby, and I'm like, okay. Like, again, so... When I spoiled the rest of the game, I just went to the ending. So I didn't know how long I had to play as Abby. And man, <laughs> could not believe you have to play with her for eight to ten hours straight. Oh my god! And oh my god! At this point, I was just playing for the gameplay. In my head, I lost connection to the story. It felt like a spin-off game. 
and the basic premise is, oh, Joel, when he was saving Ellie, he killed the surgeon, and the surgeon was her dad. And here's the interesting part. Joel was just trying to save Ellie because basically that was like the that relationship basically took over the relationship he had with his daughter. Why wouldn't he save her? And he did not know that they would murder her to try to get the cure at that point, right? So they told him that, no, she has to die. So you're looking at a guy who lost his young daughter, then finally gets another girl that he connects to as a father figure. Then he suddenly has to lose her too. So he basically went and he murdered the surgeon. In the game, they show the surgeon, who's Abby's dad, was, you know, pretty straightforward. Like, he's like, yeah, her death will be worth saving everyone else. But the person he was working with was asking him, what if it was your daughter? And he couldn't answer that question. To me, that shows something. To me, that shows that he would have done the exact same thing Joel did. And Abby was listening to this, too. She was, like, peeking. I can't remember if she heard that part, but she was picky to the conversation. She was bringing them food. So if you have her dad admitting that he pretty much wouldn't kill his daughter to save the world, I, I understand Abby being upset at Joel for murdering her dad. But her dad would have done the same thing, vice versa, yeah, if yeah. it was Joel who was trying to operate on Abby. Yeah, so exactly. that's where some contradictions start coming in. And then you think, okay, if she's going to kill Joel to get revenge on her father, she understood that Joel killed her dad as a necessity to get out of the hospital. I guess he could have just blew up his knees, right? When he shot him, he could kill them. He shouldn't have to, he didn't have to do that part, right? He could have just injured him, but he's trying to save basically his daughter. So he's not thinking straight. So he kills her. That kills him to save her. It wasn't like a torture kill. I'm pretty sure her dad died right away. Right? So here we have Abby in the future. Not only does she torture Joel, because when she first captures him, she blows off his knee, his leg, basically, and then starts beating him with the golf club. She clearly has him there for days because Ellie comes and finds Joel, who's still alive at that point, who's just lying on the floor, right? So there's torture happening, even if it's a few hours in the story. So basically, that's why I don't understand. First of all, this guy just saved Abby's life like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it was, before this. Yep. Now, someone saved your life, and you pretty much know the backstory that this guy was just trying to save his daughter, right? Because she heard the conversation with her dad when she was younger. Why not just kill him right away so he doesn't feel pain? What was the point of the torture and all that stuff? And if she's going to do that, why did she even let Tommy and... Ellie survive. Sure, Ellie, you, you can imagine that, like, okay, she, Ellie wasn't involved, but she, at this point, you probably assume that Tommy was with Joel when all that stuff happened, right? He helped him. But she lets him live for some reason, right? She lets them both go. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because if she's the type that would torture someone to death like that, she'd probably tie up all the loose ends and kill the other two, Ellie and Tommy. Especially Tommy, because you can tell Tommy's always with Joel, so he probably was involved in saving Ellie in the first game, which he was, but yeah. he wasn't in the hospital, but he did help. Because you don't want loose sense because people are going to come for revenge. Like, why would you leave him alive? That's another dumb thing the writers didn't think of. I, I don't get it. They're trying to show that Abby is good in some way, like she only wants to kill um, the person who killed her dad and let everyone else go, but that doesn't make sense, the way she yeah, killed so her. So then the story is basically Abby, younger, 
and they're trying to make you feel for the character. It shows her ro- romance too. Yeah, and even that's where I am now. And I stopped playing actually <laughs> when I got to Abby. I just can't even do it. I mean, I've got to push myself to do it now. So the show Abby's relationship with Owen, the guy she likes, who's with another girl now in the future, but they showed them romancing. And even that character is not likable. I, so in Abby's world, you're surrounded by the writers trying to make you human, like trying to make you feel something for the character, like humanize her. But yeah, she so has no characteristics that makes her like a likable or enjoyable character. You don't have to be likable, but you have to be interesting. She's not even that. She's like a robot. Yeah. You know, of course, people will say like, yeah, they overdid like her muscles and she's basically like a manly type of figure. Even that I can get past like, but she has no interesting qualities at all. So you're playing as a character that you don't like, you hate, and has nothing interesting about her. And even when you sh- they show her as a kid, they don't do enough to make you feel bad for her. You know, I think showing her dad talking to the other person and not answering the question, like, what would you do if he's your daughter? Basically, he is answering that he would do the same thing, like not kill her. You lose sympathy for her, you know? Like, you... That in yeah. in my in my view, that kind of like takes away the sympathy level for her. Because like, okay, your dad really wouldn't do the same thing to you, so why am I supposed to feel sorry for you, right? You know, like if they wrote this character interestingly, like in any way, and really they could have done it well, where they really made you feel for the character, then you'd have a very interesting game because then now you care about another character who just murdered your favorite character. And that would have been amazing, like to have that contradiction. And it was never done in the game before where you really start feeling for someone else. But that's where they failed. That's the problem what people don't get is people who try to defend the game. This character is not likable. You do not feel sympathy for her. She's not interesting. There's nothing about her that you remember after other than she's like a soldier. You're basically playing as a soldier who kills Joel. And if you watch a movie about a soldier, you don't care about them until they show you the backstory, right? All these soldier movies always show you the human side of the soldier, right? When they're sitting by campfires and they're talking about their past or what they're scared of. Here, you just have this character forced upon you who's a robot and you want to murder and you have to play with them for eight hours. And that's where I think the game failed big time. But in my head, before all this... I thought, okay, I'll still, I'll still get revenge, but you don't. So you play eight hours as her, oh, God. and I believe the worst part is this. It gets to the point where there's a lot of flashbacks and stuff, so once you finish uh, Abby's flashbacks, you get back to the same point where they cut off before, where Ellie walks in and yeah, yeah. Tommy's on the floor. I thought, okay, now finally I can play as Ellie again. Oh my god! <laughs> Talk to them, local. Talk to them. So, after unsuccessfully for eight to ten hours, getting me to feel anything for Abby, and just to say, they try to make her humanize, where she tries to go back and save two kids who are from another clan, and now she's taking care of like a, 
uh, transgender boy, right? The girl, like, you know. So they're trying to humanize yeah. it all, like, she suddenly is different now, and she cares about people. And it makes no sense, too, why this character suddenly cares so much about these two kids, even though they saved their life. When someone else saved their life, what happened to them? Brutally murdered, tortured, and beaten up dramatically, as in Tommy. Tommy was still beaten up, right? So, just recently, she didn't care that people saved her life. But now suddenly she cares about these people who are from a different clan. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense and you don't you don't care. So they try to humanize her and they failed. And that's the big part. And then you take it from here. I can't even continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to the ending, but you so tell me where you stopped. <laughs> and then... Right. So I stopped when you start playing Azabi and I just turned it off because... Uh... I need a couple of days. <laughs> I just can't get get into her straight away. So I actually didn't know what that part you just told me. I didn't know about that. But I'll skip to the ending, which uh, because I was no longer invested in the, what happens, I know the ending. And the ending is that Ellie finally finds uh, Abby and, you know, you think this is it. You're going to take revenge. They have a massive fight. And Ellie suddenly sees a flashback of or a dream image of Joel. And lets Abby go. And to top it off, when she goes back home, uh, Dina and Tommy are gone, and and the kid, and she's basically left alone. So, like that is the end. Well, of yeah, the game. Tommy didn't live the worst anyway, ending. but yeah, uh, Dina and the kid are gone basically. So, so what happened oh, right, was okay, okay, sorry. So yeah, after you play as Abby against Ellie, where I said was one of the, again, one of the worst decisions where I thought, okay, at least now I can be Ellie again. You're playing as Abby against Ellie, against the character you love from the first game, against the character you even loved in this game. Even with the flaws, you still, I still like the character. I love that character. Yeah, I and I want to, I want her to get revenge. Yeah, yeah. So. Right, right. When I was doing that, I was getting disgusted, but I was still playing because the one thing I'll give this game is still fun to play. If you take the story away, the environments, the graphics, the gameplay is really fun. It's still a fun game to play, and it's yeah, worth it, is, it, it for the gameplay. So yeah, when Abby lets Ellie go for the second time, again they're trying to like show suddenly that Ellie's like a, you know, a saint. But she was gonna kill Dina, who's a pregnant woman. She was gonna kill her, but the kid she's protecting basically stops that. He kind of like. Gives her the, the look, like, what are you doing? You know, you shouldn't be doing this. And she, and now, because she's so connected to the kid, she lets them go. So that's also another thing I have to note. They're trying to make you feel for these two new characters, Abby and the kid. I can't remember his name now. And um, basically that character is a girl who identifies as a boy. So since he wants to be a boy, I'm just going to say that the boy, right, that she saves. So mm-hmm. what they try to do is make you feel for them like how Joel and Ellie were, right? Their concept, I believe, was probably, okay, people are going to start feeling for Abby and her relationship with, you know, the kid is basically how Joel and Ellie were in the first game, right? So people will love them too kind of thing right but that failed big time 
people hated this character. People didn't care about it, and they wanted revenge. So I think the writing and the story just failed the game right away. So it makes zero sense why Ellie would suddenly let Abby go when she murdered everyone else. She accidentally killed one of Abby's friends who was pregnant, Owen's kid, with Owen's kid. Yep. And yep. even though I showed, every time Ellie kills someone like that, she has regret. When she killed that someone pregnant, she puked. She threw up. She showed that she has some human side yeah, to yeah. her. Abby's murdering people and not giving a crap yeah, at yeah. all. There's no real remorse at all. So I'm just wondering why they took that direction because they show Ellie with Dina and they're raising the kid because the the dad dies too, like out of nowhere. Again, Abby kills that guy too, by the way. And he wasn't involved at all with Joe's death. So anyone who tries to say that she only kills people she has problems with is not true because she killed that guy. Basically robbing the kid of a father too. (laughs) Who's so yeah nice job you're really endearing to the to the gamer gaming public so ellie starts having like psd about joe because she knows that abby is still out there so one day one day she decides to leave to go find her dina tells her to her face if you do this you're out of our lives i'm gonna take the kid i'm gonna go knowing this she still goes okay she goes to another island she murders another hundred people for that revenge, right? And these people are bad anyway, but yeah, but she still murders people, meaning she still has that revenge in her, right? She has no peace. But what happens? Mm-hmm. She sees Abby tortured, and now she suddenly cares because Abby is looking after a kid, just like Joel looked after her. But these other emotions, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense in this world. You can't suddenly feel like that after you brutally murdered like a hundred people. After you knew that if you came here, you're going to lose basically your kid. She's raising the kid as her own, right? And and her lover of her life. She's going to lose them too. So if that was all worth it, why would she not kill her? It makes zero sense. And why did the game not give you the choice like in the first one? Where it says, to, even, even whatever you choose didn't matter in the first one. But it still gave you that choice to save Ellie or to let her die, right? Why did it not let you, the gamer, decide which character you care for more so you can decide? If they had done that, I could have forgiven yeah. everything else because then I could end the game how yeah, I wanted it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, other games have done that. They did it themselves with the part one. You can choose. And I don't understand why they couldn't just do that. It would have been great. Like, you just, okay, you kill her, you get your revenge, or you let her go. I mean, the Walking Dead games have that all the time, choice. And, and uh, yeah. And Abby too, loses like, her fingers, too, you know. so she can't play guitar. Like, you're trying to over, you're trying to put the drama level yeah, to the extreme level where it's, you stop caring because it's, <laughs> it's so stupid, you stop caring now. Okay, she lost Joel. Yeah. Then she lost, you know, uh, Dina, and she lost her kid by coming here. And now she also lost her fingers, so she yeah, can't you, play guitar. Yeah. Like, you're overdoing it. Yeah, Ellie yeah, lost, I mean. Ellie Abby lost everything. And it, at that Abby's point, I had to laugh yeah, when I finished the game point. myself <laughs> of how stupid it was. <laughs> and 
I'm surprised Ellie lived. I thought the way the game was going, Ellie would probably get killed or something. And I, I have to believe that this has something to do with the TV show that Netflix is coming out with or future plans. But it's a big failure. Like, yeah, if you're going to introduce a new character and try to make you feel like that, make that character interesting. Make make the player actually feel something for them by having this like steroid monster robot. Why would I care? And just all the reasons I told you before, like even when the dad, when her dad was questioned, like, would you do that to your own daughter? So you lose sympathy there. And it makes no sense. And then suddenly Ellie just changes her whole mind in the last moment. It makes zero sense. The game did not make sense. The writing was all over the place. A lot of hidden agendas were like thrown in your face, but I don't even care about that. It's, if the game is based on revenge, give me that revenge. That's the only reason I, I even continue playing. And the game robbed me of that. So overall, great game to look at. Uh, you know, the environment, a lot more to do than the first one. Everything is fun to play. But the story let, yeah. let it down for me where I know I'm never going to play this game again, ever. But yeah, I think they should have made Abby more interesting. Yeah. Even if they're going to do the exact same story, change her character. I'm not even talking about physical appearance, just everything else. When you when you've decide to play the game, you'll realize like I don't feel for this character. I don't care. Like she's not a good person. Like she even even when Owen's going to have a kid with his uh, girlfriend, she still uh, sleeps with the guy. Like you you don't like you don't feel for her at all. And so if she, <laughs> Who are we if she was like a more human character, I can see how this game could have been like more fun. Like if you felt something for her, then you have that interesting dynamic, but you don't. And that's the risk they took. Because if you don't feel for the character, the whole game is ruined. And that's what I think happened. What they should have done is before this game, release like a small demo small game where this features Abby younger, maybe so it doesn't give anything away that she's, you know, who killed her dad or whatever. She could have just been like, yeah, my dad was murdered and left at that, but let you explore the character more like a year before this game came out. So you're already connected to that character. So then if they brought that character into this new game, you have a feeling for her already. Right. And then it makes like, Oh shit. It was Joe who killed her dad. And, then you're conflicted, right? That that makes it an interesting dynamic. Dynamic. Then you can pick who you like more. But the way they did it was garbage, garbage. That's my thoughts of it. This, the story ruined it. The ending ruined it. The agendas I don't care about. But it made no sense to me. What about you? Yeah, I pretty much have the same view. The um, the gameplay was great. You know, there's a lot of uh, new mobs and new weapons and new um, features that are really great. And I love that, but I hate the story. So in the end, I'll play it through one time and definitely finish it. And after that, I'll just put it away and never play it again. All right. Thank you very much for listening. That's been Loco Insomnia and the Poet. And that concludes the podcast. Please stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out.